0: recording in progress but yeah i had a vhs tape when i was a kid that had the california raisins christmas and garfield christmas on it Uh and uh, i'm trying to track those down for the kids to pass on
1: garfield christmas is a tearjerker
0: it is yeah and i also had at the very end of that it was so bizarre because it was vhs and people recorded things all fucked up (laughs) <laughs> but it, it originally had uh, Ernest Saves Christmas on it, so yeah. when you got to the end of Garfield Christmas, we got you got all the static and the you know scrambled lines and shit, and then you got to see the last scene. Of yeah, that's the fun Christmas.
1: thing about the old days mm-hmm. is uh, you would have tapes that had like thirty minutes of one movie, uh, and that's all you would ever see. <laughs> and so the, so uh, I watched prancer the other day which is one of those ones that i had like the first 10 minutes of on a tape as a kid and i always thought it was kind of gloomy but it's actually a really fucking amazing movie Um, yeah
0: they had a commercial for prancer at the beginning of the vhs i think for home alone 2 i want to say because i remember the trailer very well it was on one of those movies that i had
1: all the posters and everything say what a fun family adventure it is but it's, it's like a depressing 70s new hollywood movie basically <laughs> um <laughs> uh and yeah what's it it's, about? uh it's about it's like this rough working class family uh sam elliott's the widower father and they're like poor and the little girl uh finds a reindeer in the woods and is convinced that it's France, like Santa's reindeer that's gone missing and she like hides it from people and feeds it and like gets little jobs around town to make money for it. And then it, it turns into something else um, and it gets really depressing, but yeah, yeah, it's quite good. (laughs) Depressing kids
0: movies need to make a comeback. That's why I was so excited and y'all might not believe me, but I put on the new Pinocchio, the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio to watch with the kid and it's dark as fuck i loved it
1: was that already like in theaters or was did that just uh
0: this one was on netflix we watched it on netflix so i don't know if it was a straight to netflix joint or if it had a theatrical release but um it's just the ending is insanely dark and the movie Mm. itself is dark because in this one pinocchio uh keeps dying but he keeps getting reincarnated by this Guillermo del Toro centaur angel thing with a bunch of eyeballs on it, mm. and he gets recruited into like the Hitler Youth or the the Italian version of the Hitler Youth. So it's like got a fascist allegory instead of the donkey stuff. But it's it's fuck it's intense, dude. The kid loved it though because he just sees you know wooden puppet giant whale. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all claymation, so it it's,
2: it was really good.
1: Pinocchio's pretty scary anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially when he gets into that donkey shit and then you get swallowed up by the whale and everything. And then oh it always kills me when uh, Geppetto is like, I I fucking hate you and all that or no, he's <laughs> he's telling Geppetto, he's like, I hate your ass, like uh, I wish you'd die and just so his nose will grow and, you know, get him out of the out of the whale.
0: We always used to hear this story when we were kids about how fairy tales were super dark. The Brothers Grimm, like, oh man, it used to be really fucked up. And then they sanitized it for kids, but then they sanitized it again (laughs) and took all of the darkness out of children's movies. And I'm glad that we seem to be, we might be making a turn back into really fucked up kids movies, like, like Return to Oz and shit like that. It makes no sense
1: to me because Okay, now millennials love to be like, can you believe everything from the 80s is so fucked up? But also, like... Okay, children's movies all became, like, dark and violent and three hours long when, like, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter happened in the 2000s. (laughs) So, like, which is it? I don't know. Everybody says everything is creepy. It's just, uh, like... I think now people think making children feel any sort of emotion from a movie is like bad. So
0: like, it's abuse, yeah, it's yeah. abuse for sure. It but like, so they're yeah. only
1: allowed to watch like Peppa Pig <laughs> on an iPad. <laughs>
2: they do. They fucking love the British shit. I hate Paddington. <laughs> I hate Peppa Pig.
0: Have you, have, have, have you watched Have you watched Bluey, the Australian dog? I hate all Australians, so this is really rough for me. But I. <laughs> i like bluey though it's a pretty good show
1: no i only know about them from what i see um children in grocery carts at the store watching on an ipad
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's always peppa pig when it's, on <laughs> it's always like a big pink blob on
1: iPad. do you remember
0: when do you remember when fucking youtube was getting in trouble because people were making auto-generated videos elsa gate i love yeah, that yeah, yeah that's yeah, really scary It was like, <laughs> that, it was like <laughs> spider spider-man stabbing peppa pig in the face and shit and the yeah.
1: yeah and it was all like um what's the like the fear of holes thing uh
0: oh that and, fake fucking that fake fear like, of holes oh, thing. But I it would be a like elsa with
1: like trick to philomania or whatever on her and like yeah that was a that was a frightening thing um i don't know really what that was or what purpose it served but when i read the article on it i was pretty spooked
0: <laughs> yeah it was uh it was auto i think it was just people who were trying to make money they fed all this shit into an ai uh which ai is big in the news right now with ai art and you know people getting upset about it
1: what programmer is everyone using for that shit that they're posting
0: mid-journey i think it's mid-journey okay. yeah it's uh i think that ai art all looks like shit so that's pretty much my entire critique of the whole thing but i've seen a lot of artists who are upset about this new incoming you know ai thing that's going to put them out of a job and i get that and i sympathize with them and i think that people who like ai art are fucking freaks but also when they show their art it kind of makes me laugh (laughs) because it's like well you're making some shitty shit that looks like an AI can do it and now an AI can do it so
1: i feel like people will get bored of the ai art pretty fast mm-hmm. whenever Absolutely. something like that comes out there's like 2 weeks that everybody's into it if that mm-hmm. and then it's totally forgotten
2: it's like the uh, but, it's like the ikea craze of the early 2000s where it was like all this cheap furniture that you can just assemble easily yourself and then it's like you have that for a, a decade, and people go this. This furniture is crap. Like, I want
0: yeah. something
2: handmade. And like- I don't know,
0: bro. I got this. I got an IKEA desk right now. That's what I'm sitting at.
2: Oh no, I I'm be- sitting
1: at an IKEA desk, and I'm looking at. <laughs> see, I love the 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 classic IKEA Billy bookcase. I think the main appeal of it is that millennials are like depressing, like renters who move around all the time. Mm-hmm. I have one real valuable piece of furniture. I want, like, a dresser that's, like, 100 years old that's in my family and everything else, I guess, is Ikea, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you've,
2: you've taken selfies at that, right?
1: Is it the um, one yeah. with the,
2: like, it has the, the like, corbels and the sort yeah, of... Yeah, it's, slushies. like, massive. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice piece of furniture.
1: It's beautiful. I'm glad I have one real thing, <laughs> at least.
2: Honestly, the Billy Bookshelf, I've incorporated the Billy Bookshelf into people's closets and shit before when I've been hired to remodel closets.
1: Well, if you have books, it looks good, you know, because it just looks like books. But if you're if you have like, you know, minimalist empty shelves, then (laughs) it's not going to look good.
0: I don't know how people pull off the minimalist thing. I was cleaning my house today because it's Sunday. And by the end of the week, we have so much shit everywhere and I was going through my garage because I thought to myself that I was going to get everything organized, that I was going to, you know, figure out what's in all these boxes that we haven't opened since we moved into our new house a year ago. And I was like, how do we accumulate all this shit? But at the same time, I can't throw it away. I I don't know how people throw, you know, like, I found like a book of CDs, some old journals, Uh, weird trinkets that I picked up at concerts, you know, like random shit that they would give away, like little handbills for uh, like My Chemical Romance and shit. Like, like I can't throw that shit away.
1: I've had to throw stuff away. I've gotten pretty ruthless. I mean, like now, since I live in a house and I have like room, I have collections I won't get rid of. But like when I was younger and moving around, it was just like, I'm not going to run out a fucking storage room to keep all the stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I, I don't know how people do the minimalist thing either. Because I never have enough shelf space. Uh, it's always crammed with books. I really, I have so many DVDs and I like DVDs, but I don't like looking at them on a shelf.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a dilemma of mine right now. I'm trying (laughs) to figure out where to put these fucking movies. I
1: wish I had a closet that could hide them in there, and they would all be, you know, neatly arranged. But I wouldn't have to look at them like in my living room,
0: like one of those beds that goes into the wall, but it's all a trundle. What's that called? Yeah, trundle, Yeah, I. What was a trundle? The one that comes out from under. Kelby, you would know this. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: that's a trundle bed. Uh, Murphy bed is one that like it folds up into a cabinet it, or whatever. That's it, the Murphy bed. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Well, hi everybody and welcome to Agitator. My name is J. David Osborne. That's Kelby Losak. We got our favorite person in the world, Jack Mason on the show today. What's up, Jack? How's it going?
1: Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> ma- making my Christmas rounds on everyone's podcast. It's well, so fun. I'm
0: glad that you had time to come hang out with us. We're going to talk about 2006's Paprika, directed by Satoshi Kon. Um, I'm interested to get your your thought. I have Kelby and I were talking about this before you showed up, and we have lots of lines of attack for this movie, but I was wondering about your initial impressions of Paprika. Uh,
1: do you really want to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. really repulsed by it. Cool. No, that's good. <laughs> that's, that's, good,
0: right? that's,
2: good. that's perfect.
1: Let's go. I find it really repulsive.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, tell us about it. Expand. On
1: um, that. I just